Well, folks, we have a treat for you. I'm sitting with Anthony Beckman, and it's a beautiful day here in Healdsburg. We have two treats for you. First of all, I'm sitting here with my great friend, Anthony, and your Savion Blanc is back. It's been a while. Uh, we've been lonely for your Savion Blanc. It's a great wine, and all of a sudden, it's back on uh, the spring. It is. We just bottled this about a month ago. It's been sold out for about six months. It's, it goes fast, and I think a lot of that is because we're making a Sauv Blanc that is, I believe, incredibly unique. When John Belletto and I I sat down to talk about what we wanted for a Sauv Blanc. I gave him a list of things I didn't want. I didn't tell him what I wanted. I go, John, look, I'm not going to make a Sauv Blanc that smells like grass, that smells like cat pee, that has full of gooseberries, that's sweet, and that's highly alcoholic or full of oak. And he goes, okay, what's left? And I go, I don't know yet, but let's make it. And I'll get there. I'll get there when I get there. Sort of the pitfalls lets you avoid them. Right as we were talking about this, I was I was in France, and I happened to have the um, Chateau Chateau Margot makes a Sauv Blanc and... Uh, too bad. I feel bad for it. Yeah, it was terrible. Terrible, but awesome wine. And John and I have been talking about Sauv Blanc for a year or two. Um, the, the Sauv Blanc was under contract to a different uh, buyer of the grapes. And so I had a couple years where I couldn't do it. So we, we were talking about this a lot because we knew the contract was coming up. We knew we wanted Sauv Blanc. We knew where it was going to be from. I'd been tasting these grapes for a year or two, knowing exactly what I wanted and where it was. And I was just waiting to pounce, really vulture-like. And then I went to France and was drinking this, you know, uh, Pavilion Blanc, and it was awesome. I go, yep, that's exactly what I've been talking about. And it was really the inspiration. It's, it's uh, I mean, it's tough to make that comparison. It's an awesome wine. But it's like, okay, this is the Sauv Blanc I've been thinking about, you know. it's It's got weight, but it's but it's not thick, you know. It's It's got aromatics, but it's not like New Zealand-style Sauv Blanc aromatics. So I took all this together and came back, and the next year, John and I started making this wine, and really, this this is what you get. It's barrel fermented, but neutral oak, 100% uh, ML to give it mouthfeel and weight, six months of oak aging, some lease stirring, and it's just striking the right balance between something that's easy and something that's super serious. Like if you sit down and taste this wine, it's like, okay, this is this is a not fooling around Sauvignon Blanc. That said, you can just pound it at the same time. So it's really, it's really the wine I drink a ton of. You know what I love about our conversations is that you constantly get back to you and John discussing, and it's sort of like a uh, check and balance system that the two of you have uh, in uh, getting to the future. You know, one of the great things about uh, John is that every two weeks I get paid and so I get this paycheck and it's like wow that's really great I get to make wine and I get paid and so it's like okay but um, John's been a great partner you know we're 17 years uh, making wine together growing and making wine together we disagree more than 50% of the time that's a really good thing I think it makes both of us open our eyes and see the world differently and make wines differently and and it's been great it's been an awesome ride wines are getting better every vintage and uh, it's really exciting to uh, work with them we've hit a stride I think where I have this file cabinet of vintages I've walked these same vines for 15 years I know where it's weak I know where it's strong I know when I need to pick early I know when we need to water I know when we need to thin and it's really just the advantage of a state fruit you know everything's a state grown in a state bottle these vineyards aren't going anywhere John Boletto owns them I make wine from them he farms them and that's really where we are and that knowledge of just walking miles and miles and miles of vineyards every year is what makes the wines well it's time for us to order some food to go with this. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure.